This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Neil Katyal, he uh, was able to stay quiet in the courtroom, but uh, there he is tonight. The, the Actually, the first person to speak in his defense publicly uh, since the courtroom today, since his lawyers didn't say a word of defense today. Yeah, Lawrence. I mean, watching those excerpts from Trump tonight at Ben Minster, I feel like I have to scrub my eyeballs and cleanse them. Uh, I can't can't unsee what I just saw, but it was ludicrous. I mean, the idea that he's complaining about the Presidential Records Act, what language in the Presidential Records Act is he citing? I mean, I wrote one of the authoritative memos on that act, and it's just not in there. I mean, he's complaining that the indictment doesn't cite the Presidential Records Act? I mean, give me a break. The indictment doesn't cite the bankruptcy code of 1978 either. That's because it has nothing to do with this case. Bankruptcy may have a lot to do with Donald Trump, but not with respect to this particular indictment. And so the upshot is tonight we have a two-time indicted, two-time impeached, now two-time arrested uh, person in Donald Trump. And of course he's entitled to the presumption of innocence, but at this point, I haven't heard any defense from Donald Trump that I think is going to hold up. I mean, in court, you can't just someone send someone to the witness stand and start screaming about Hillary's email or about Joe Biden's garage. You can't start making up mind declassification powers that don't exist. I mean, these defenses may work for Trump's base, but they're not going to work in a court of law. I need to say that former President Trump has just started uh, making public remarks, just as he did on the evening of his first arraignment on criminal charges. That was April when he was booked on 34 felony counts brought by the state of New York. Now, tonight, after his arraignment on federal felony charges, he's speaking again, this time to an audience of his supporters that's gathered for a a campaign fundraiser tonight at his his golf club and summer home in New Jersey. Um, We knew heading into this that he was planning to make these remarks. We are prepared for his pre-fundraiser remarks tonight to again be essentially a Trump campaign speech. Because of that, we do not intend to carry these remarks live. Um, As we have said before in these circumstances, there is a cost to us as a news organization to knowingly broadcast untrue things. We are here to bring you the news. It hurts our ability to do that if we live broadcast what we fully expect in advance to be a litany of lies and false accusations, no matter who says them. And I do not say this with any glee. I hope it is clear that this is not a glib decision. We take our responsibilities seriously. We revisit decisions like this all the time. We make the best call that we can in real time, every time. But tonight, our call is this. We will monitor that speech by the newly indicted former president. We will not carry his remarks live. If he says anything newsworthy, we promise we will 
turn that right around and bring it back to you. Indictment versus the damage of the allegations is so, proven so, true, and it's just not even a fair way. Senator Marco well, Rubio's evolution not. on Donald Trump's access to and handling of classified documents. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. It's not even a close call. Uh, you weigh whether uh, you believe, as the 11th Circuit said, that the, the foundational principle of this country, that no man is above the law, and you balance mm-hmm. that uh, against whatever Marco was saying we should balance it against. And that's right. But you know, Willie, I just... I just <laughs> You will notice, you will notice of all of the noise out there, of all the ground noise, nobody is saying he is innocent. Nobody is saying he did not commit the crimes that will put him in jail like for over 100 years if, if convicted on all things. I can't think of one person who has said this man did not do it. So what they say is, well, what about Hillary? And I mean, but they had a long time to we do got that. A, we got a smart yeah. lawyer. Yeah, here. we See, have. Should we? I'm just, I'm just a simple. But no, because okay. I'm just a simple country lawyer. Right. I don't really know the way. way you do things sequentially or whatever. But I will tell you this, Willie. What is so fascinating? Oh, is, we've got a great group. Oh, do we really? Yeah. What's so fascinating? <laughs> what's so fascinating is they don't say he's innocent. No. They all basically say he's guilty, but what about Hillary, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Two tiers of justice, right? Mm. First of all, yes, the Obama administration under James Comey twice closed the case. Today we witnessed the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of our country. Very sad thing to watch. A corrupt sitting president had his top political opponent arrested on fake and fabricated charges of which he and numerous other presidents would be guilty. Right in the middle of a presidential election in which he is losing very badly. This is called election interference and yet another attempt to rig and steal a presidential election. More importantly, it's a political persecution like something straight out of a fascist or communist nation. This day will go down in infamy and Joe Biden will forever be remembered as not only the most corrupt president in the history of our country, but perhaps even more importantly, the president who together with a band of his closest thugs, misfits and Marxists tried to destroy American democracy. Wednesday, 14 June, Year of the Lord, 2023. It's Flag Day. We're going to come back and get into the uh, Flag Day commemoration that will offset that desecration that took place by the Biden regime on Saturday at the at the White House. More about that in a second. Rachel Maddow says, oh, but MSNBC, we would never, we could never have anybody on here to lie. We had to make a tough decision. Uh, shifty shift. There'll be a vote on the House floor at 2.30 today. Going to try to get D.C. Drano on here. Anna Polina Luna's resolution, uh, expulsion, and, and finding a shift comes to the House floor. Uh, Congressman Massey's already said he's not going to vote for it, thinks it's unconstitutional. 202-225-3121 went to man the ramparts. Uh, House and uh, House uh, Homeland Security, I think, Mayorkas today about an investigation. There's a lot going on. 
we're going to get you a lot of actionable information because you're moving the needle. But we have requested the presence of Donald Trump Jr. here to put this into perspective. Stephen Collinson, the smartest guy over at CNN, has a quite brilliant piece as the lead story in CNN that really talks about the stakes here. This is You can't bridge this gap. You can't negotiate this away. One side is going to win this argument, and one side is going to lose. Uh, and the argument is yes, yesterday, by the way, the reason they're melting down by the Presidential, uh, elect, elect and, uh, presidential Records Act is that President Trump had full authority of that. Watch our lips. Not only is he innocent, he's beyond innocent. We're not doing what about ism about Hillary Clinton. We're focused on offense, right, with Marco Polo and these other groups. We're focused on offense, on uh, the traitorous and treasonous activities of Joe Biden and the Biden crime family to sell our nation out to the Chinese Communist Party and others for money, cash money. Donald Trump Jr. Uh, joins us. Uh, Don Jr., put this in perspective for our audience. What do we have here? What is this all about? Well, listen, I, I think actually what, what it's all about is what Tucker actually said last night, uh, which is that the one thing you're not allowed to do in Washington, D.C. is stop the forever wars that seem to get everyone so rich. You're not allowed to go up against China that the billionaire donor class from both sides benefits so much from. You're not allowed to call out those kinds of things. You can do a lot. You can say a lot. But when you actually start putting that into action, that's where they draw the line and the uni party takes over. Uh, that's the unforgivable offense uh, that has culminated in seven years of trying to destroy uh, my father for doing what's right for the American people, for putting America first. Uh, and, you know, I mean, we are witnessing the end of the republic if this is allowed to go through. Uh, this is the stuff that we've seen come out of the communist and socialist regimes and dictatorships around the world. These are the kinds of things that if they were going on in other countries, uh, America would be talking about doing an invasion and getting into another war to prevent it from happening. And yet it's happening right here in our backyard, Steve. With your pa father's campaign, and this is why we are saying that the primary is over, the Keebler elves uh, are totally and completely irrelevant. And now, instead of being a nuisance, they're going to cause problems because they're diverting attention away from this. What is your recommendation? What is your action plan? Uh, what do you think we ought to be focused on on action uh, going forward? Because I think you, Tucker, others have, have definitely laid out ex what the case is. Uh, what do we do about it now, sir? Listen, I think we have to get everyone being very vocal about this. I think that every dollar spent to help someone that's polling at 0.2% right now is a dollar that we don't have to go up against the regime machine. Uh, it's a dollar that we don't have to fund the ballot harvesting operations that we're going to need to have to win. Uh, and that's why some of these people are going to stay in the race. Again, they're consultants. Their donors, they don't want Donald Trump to win. And these are the Republicans that we're up against. But they're okay to be in there to drain the coffers, to make sure we are ill-equipped to fight the battle from the Democrats. Whether you know the Soros-funded billions that are going to go in to harvest ballots in the inner cities, where there's going to be people, you know, giving ballots that have no idea who's even on the ballot. Those are going to be votes counted for an incompetent leader like Joe Biden bringing us to the brink of World War III, bringing us to economic ruin, ceding to China. You know, we're going to be up against a lot. Like, it's not that, oh, Americans see it. Their eyes are opened. 
People have no idea what's actually going on. And every dollar spent to drag out this ridiculous primary, to give someone a, you know, a chance at a MSDNC contributorship as the, the Republican voice, uh, is, is a dollar wasted. Uh, it's a dollar that's going to go towards destroying the future of our country and all of the values and beliefs that we so truly believe in, Steve. Don Jr., the, Rachel Maddow said the quiet part out loud the other day on when the, the indictment was announced on uh, Lawrence O'Donnell, that she said, oh, one of the strategies here, if, if Trump would quit and go home and go away, that all this would drop. Uh, do you believe that that's their core thing, that this is all to stop Donald Trump in the Trump movement, uh, all this, whether it's in New York City, Atlanta, Georgia, coming from these uh, the, the Jack Smith, that this is all about stopping Trump politically? 100 percent. Again, you know, Republicans have said some of the things that Trump was saying uh, for decades. They just haven't acted on them. They just actually haven't gotten them accomplished. If you look at Trump's record of success and you look at all of a sudden the people on the Republican side who believed, at least in words, all of those things that then turned against him that wouldn't go forward with it. Right. Paul, you know, the wall was very popular. It elected the people. But Paul Ryan wasn't going to bring that to the vote in the House. So you could have the House, you could have the Senate, you could have the presidency and still not get those things done. There's a difference between talk and action. And the American people saw that Trump was about action. But so did the deep state. So did the unit party. So did permanent Washington, D.C. And that was what was unforgivable. Again, we see it from all of these guys. They can talk, they can talk. And in the end, they do nothing. Uh, so that's what this is all about. You see them talking, well, we're not going to cover his speech because it, it it's just a, a campaign contribution. You're not going to cover a, the leading leader of the political uh, dissident party to the leadership uh, being thrown in jail by said leadership? Like, we, we, are we really doing this? We're, we're going to pretend that that doesn't matter? You see, you know, Joe Biden essentially saying, we're not going to comment on this. And, you know, of course, the media will go right in line. Oh, they they must have nothing to do with jailing their political opponents if they're not going to talk about it, Steve. I mean, they, they are obviously uh, big believers and firm believers in democracy and the republic. Uh, it's all one big game to them. It's all nonsense. And Donald Trump's the only threat uh, again, to permanent Washington, D.C. That's why both sides are going after him the way that they are. Don Jr., how do they get to your podcast? How do they get to your aggregation site? Uh, you, you can check me out on Rumble. Uh, I'm live uh, Mondays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. That stuff's up there. Afterwards, I had a great segment with Cash Patel talking about the details of the prosecutors in this case just Monday night, so they can check it out there or check me out on literally any of the social uh, sites. I'm there regularly uh, while I'm shadow banned. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings. Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. 
you know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Welcome to the White House. Thank you. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Year. Happy Pride Life. Yeah. Transgender children. You are beautiful. You are heard. You belong. You are understood. You are loved. And you belong. Yeah. Some of the bravest and most inspiring people I've ever known. I mean, you're welcome. Good folks. Can we take a little video? Hi, Mr. President. It is an honor. Trans rights are human rights. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Gay news. It's so damn. Are we topless at the White House? running around and, hey, eating too much sugar. <laughs> to laugh with the friends that we wish we saw more often. To find solace in the arms of people who see us for who we are. To celebrate the beauty and the resilience of this community. On the exposure incident on the South Lawn, uh, having received the statement that uh, the White House believes that was inappropriate, disrespectful, is there going to be a greater effort in the future to communicate a code of conduct for White House guests? Look, we've, as you mentioned, the statement uh, that we put out, you heard from us earlier today, uh, the, the behavior was simply unacceptable. Uh, we've been very clear about that. It was unfair to the hundreds of attendees who were there to celebrate their families. Uh, so, you know, we're going to continue to be clear on that. And uh, that type of behavior is, uh, as I said, unacceptable. It's not appropriate. It's disrespectful. And let's not, uh, it, it really does not reflect the event that we hosted uh, to celebrate the LGBTQ plus okay, families. Okay, okay. Everything you did, everything you did was beyond disrespectful. You, you is a desecration. If we can get, if we can get up the, the still shot of, um, if Denver can put up the still, put up the still of the old glory, and we're going to go momentarily to um, the Flag Day commemoration in a moment. Um, we got D.C. Drano. We got a lot going on. I want to thank Don Jr. for changing his schedule around to join us and put it in perspective. Um, but this is about actionable item, items, and it's about action, information that's actionable. The Demo that flag in the middle, we got old glory. That's the Democratic Party flag. This whatever, this progressive LGBTQ plus, that flag in the pride flag. That's their flag. That's the banner. That's their standard. Fine. You're, 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 you're you know, make those decisions. But you're going to have to defend that. And Jean-Pierre caught out. The whole thing was a desecration. The entire thing was a desecration. And Joe Biden to sit there and say the bravest people I've ever met on the grounds of the White House, 
in front of the American flag. You know, it was happening um, 79 years ago. And let me know when D.C. Drainer's ready. He's good? Okay, I'm going to go to D.C. Drainer in a second. We'll go to Flynn and the flag. 79 years ago in Normandy, um, uh, courageous, dedicated, patriotic young men were being thrown into the charnel house of the Battle of Normandy that were not well-trained. They weren't. There was so much focus on just getting across the beach and taking the beach and getting a, uh, a beachhead that they didn't spend a lot of time, virtually no time, training for the rest of the battle. This is why a lot of people don't talk about the Battle of Normandy. We're going to cover it. In fact, we have Congressman uh, Colonel Keith Self on this afternoon talk about the, uh, the victory yesterday on the, uh, on the, on the uh, pistol brace, but also talk about this. Those are the bravest people you ever met. Those are the bravest that, that gave it all for old glory. Not this freak show. This is why, this, this is not negotiable. That's what they believe, fine. This is what we believe. Hey, one side's going to win and one side's going to lose. Rachel Maddow, I talk about it. Rachel Maddow would not cover, they would not cover one second of President Trump's speech last night from Bedminster. We told you all day was the most important event of the day. And what is she, her justification was, her justification, we can't put out knowing falsehoods. He's just going to put out falsehoods. We, we can't do that as a news organization. Rachel Maddow was the person that platformed Shifty Shift every second of every day during the whole nullification project of the Russia hoax. Every day, Shift would come out, look the American people in the eye, and say, I just came out of a skiff, and I can't give you the specific details, but I have seen absolute proof of Russian collusion, absolute hardcore proof of Russian collusion, all a lie. Hey, and I get a legal bill uh, from the Mueller Commission and House Intel. I spent 16 hours getting a proctology exam by Shifty Shift, okay, and, and the traitor Swalwell, right? I got the battle scars to prove that they got nothing, zero. She gave a platform to a stone-cold liar, and it takes... A freshman, APL, Anna Polina Luna, to hold him to account. And today's the day is going to be held to account. D.C. Drano joins us, sir. Why is this? Why are we even whipping this vote under the Republican? I'm confused, D.C. Drano. So you got to help me out here. I thought this you would help be a me slam out. Why dunk. Why are we even having a, why, why are we whipping this vote? This is a slam dunk, is it not, sir? It's an absolute slam dunk. I don't know why anyone's even hesitating on this. This is a guy that for years tormented the American people with this farce. And now we found out after the Durham report that they were illegally spying on the U.S. president, the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA. They were all involved. Adam Schiff knew it was a farce. He weaponized his position to to, you know, bog down the government to go after President Trump, he needs to be held accountable. And what I'm hearing, which is boggling my mind, is that there are House Republicans that we fought like hell to put in there and stop this stuff who are wavering on their commitment to hold him accountable. They are scared to even censure Adam Schiff, never mind fine him. And it just boggles my mind. It shows how deep the swamp is. And it's, it's just frustrating as a voter. No, it shows you how deep the gutlessness is. 
this takes this it takes moral uh, courage to do this vote, but that should be easy for these guys. So this you're telling me right now. By the way, the numbers two zero two, two two five three one two one. Light them up today and say you must vote for Anna Polina Luna's resolution. Uh, why, I, this is what I understand. What are their arguments against this? This is, this is black and white. He lied for years. He lied. This, this wasn't a misinterpretation of evidence. This wasn't reading a, uh, a something classified. He would go into the skiff and he would come out as House Intel and say, I can't give you the details, but I have seen inconvertible truth and facts that Donald Trump is a puppet of Putin and a puppet of the Russian government. Stone cold lies, D.C. Drano. So to my knowledge, the leader of the resistance is actually Representative Thomas Massey, who put out a tweet this morning saying that he's objecting to this vote on two grounds, the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution and the 27th Amendment. The Eighth Amendment protects against unreasonable fines and punishments, cruel and unusual punishments. Good uh, there is a $16 million fine in this bill for Adam Schiff, who was the House Intel chairman. And that investigation costs over $32 million. Representative Anna Paulina's justification is that he should pay for at least half of these wasted tax dollars that were spent on Russian collusion. And then uh, Thomas Massey also thinks the 27th Amendment, which prohibits increasing or decreasing a congressional salary during that term, right? So this was kind of put in place that Congress couldn't just jack up their payments uh, they have to do it for the incoming House. And he is saying, well, I'm currently in litigation against Nancy Pelosi because she fined me for not wearing a mask. I think this is kind of the same thing. It's different on multiple grounds. First off, this is not a congressional salary. The Health, House Ethics Committee issues fines, sometimes tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars against members of Congress all the time. I'd say illegally spying on a U.S. president while he's in the Oval Office, is worthy of the biggest fine of all time. That's just me. And then uh, to say that, um, you know, you know, this is all right. So th he can pay this in the in the resolution. Give uh, Representative Paulina Luna a lot of credit. She worked with House Legal, and this is not just a personal fine. They can actually pay this with campaign funds. So this is a little different than just his salary. So it gets around that. And, um, you know, this is just a referral to the House Ethics Committee. This isn't, uh, this isn't, sorry, I just got an incoming call. This isn't, uh, you know, an automatic fine that he has to pay. So we're referring him to the House Ethics Committee to get censured for what he did, which is unprecedented. They just indicted the leading candidate for the 2024 election yesterday. And we have Republicans in the House who will not even censure someone that illegally spied on a U.S. president. It's just insane to me. D.C. Drano, what is your social media coordinates? How do people follow you on this? Uh, D.C. underscore Drano. I'm going to be publicizing uh, names, phone numbers today. The vote is at 2.30 p.m. We aren't letting this go. I would love for the War Room Posse to get involved, put some heat on these guys yeah. to do the right thing. We need to hit back after what they did to us yesterday. Uh, no doubt, sir. Every day, every day in every way. Thank you, D.C. Drano. Well, make sure, uh, D.C. Drano, make sure Mo and uh, Captain Bannon and uh, Grace, if you can push D.C. Drano's, want to make sure we name names. We already got Massey. 202-225-3121. Call right now. Tell your representative to support and vote yes with Anna Polina Luna. D.C. Drano, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here, brother. Thank you. An honor to be on. Well,
Thanks. What a start for a day. Don Jr. and D.C. Drano. Talk about two people that like to mix it up. Dude, no, no back down in that group. Okay, we got a lot of work to do and catching up. We got Jan and Benzman together in a massive illegal alien city in the United States of America that the Biden regime is nurturing down in Texas, beloved Texas. We got a lot to go through. We're going to chop a lot of wood between now and noon. So strap in. Get ready. Next. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. She pulled onto her street and saw a bulldozer demolishing her home. Her lifelong home was being torn down right before her eyes. She was the victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged his way onto the deed to her home and sold it. Now the new owner was tearing it down for a rebuild. This is why I say, if you own a home or property, get home title lock. Your home, your property, and the equity in it are your most valuable assets. It's, it's estimated that 80 to 90% of the net worth of the average American is tied up in, the ho- in their home equity. And home title lock helps you protect them. Home title lock puts a 24-7, 365-day-a-year shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already the victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com. Take action, action, action. HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. The reason we see a border in crisis and crisis and chaos is simple. The Biden administration has dismantled all of the proven and effective policies put in place under the last administration. That includes well-known policies like the Remain in Mexico and the asylum cooperative agreements with the Northern Triangle but it also includes more than two dozen lesser known but effective policies, such as a third country transit asylum bar, a humanitarian asylum review process, a prompt asylum claim, asylum claim review, a regulation to end fake families and the cruel recycling This is a of live hearing children. of Homeland Security about Mike, Mike Yorkus. We're gonna continue with it, bring Todd Benzman in a moment. Expedited removal, ending nationwide catch and release, maxing out ICE detention cap- capacity, and exceeding annual deportation targets. And the list goes on. And every one of those have been torn down. By comparison, this administration has embraced ineffective and unlawful policies that have made American communities dangerous and have enriched the Mexican cartels. These policies include a nationwide catch and release scheme that incentivizes millions and millions of other illegal aliens to enter illegally. A 100-day deportation freeze for all illegal aliens, including criminals releasing illegal aliens on an honor system to self-report to ICE field offices, exempting 99% of illegal aliens from deportation, the lowest level of ICE detention capacity, lowest deportations in modern history, terminating remaining Mexico, and fully exempting children from Title 42. This is dangerous, and this is an inhumane approach that need not occur. The laws did not change between administrations, just the decision by this one not to follow the laws. 
For the reasons cited here and others I'm happy to discuss, it is my professional opinion that this administration is derelict in its duty to faithfully execute the laws as written and protect American communities. Thank you, and I look forward to your questions. I now recognize Mr. Edlow for five minutes to summarize his opening <clears throat> statement. Thank you, Chairman Green, Ranking Member Thompson, and distinguished members of this committee. I appreciate the opportunity to present testimony today regarding the continuing threats to the integrity of our immigration system caused by the Secretary and the Department of Homeland Security's willful disregard of our country's immigration laws. The Biden administration, through the Secretary, has seen fit to ignore the law, instead favoring poorly conceived and poorly executed policy decisions. Actions through executive orders, departmental memos, and rules lay waste to the INA and congressional intent. It has eroded our immigration system and propelled the crisis to current levels. As the chairman said, Section 102 of the INA charges the Secretary of Homeland Security with administration and enforcement of the act, and further vests in the secretary the power and duty to control and guard the boundaries and borders of the United States against the illegal entry of aliens. The massive number of encounters recorded by CBP and the small number of alien removals by ICE, however, suggest that this secretary has failed to faithfully execute the laws entrusted to him. Since day one of the administration, the department has taken aggressive action to undermine immigration enforcement. Nowhere is that clearer than Secretary Mayorkas's September 30th, 2021 memorandum outlining the appropriate instances in which DHS was authorized to take action against aliens either unlawfully present or lawfully present but removable. Specifically, Secretary Mayorkas outlined three main buckets for removal, threats to national security, threats to public safety, and threats to border security. While in theory this would seem to encompass many aliens, in reality the numerous carve-outs, loose definitions, and required factors for consideration made it nearly impossible for ICE to move forward with most enforcement actions. These poorly defined categories gave even some of the most serious of criminal aliens a free pass in the interest of equity. Let me be clear, there is a time and a place for prosecutorial discretion, which has been recognized by the Supreme Court. However, memos targeted at whole groups and not on a case-by-case -case basis do not comply with the contours of such discretion. Categorical prosecutorial discretion is not discretion at all. It is instead an effort to undermine the enforcement mechanisms clearly found in the law. The department's failure to enforce the full INA in the name of prioritization and discretion is a dereliction of duty. The rampant parole abuse that we now witness is exactly why Congress saw fit to change the law in 1996 replacing emergent reasons or for reasons deemed strictly in the public interest with on a case-by-case -case basis for humanitarian reasons or significant public benefit, Congress signaled its intention to clamp down on the process. It specifically wanted to guard against ad hoc programs meant to supplement existing immigration programs. Regardless of the plain language as it currently stands, parole has become a favorite tool of the administration. While first used as an alternative to detention, Parole programs have subsequently played a large role in artificially decreasing border numbers. The, extended, the expanded categorical parole programs for nationals of Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua, and Haiti are wholly unlawful. While certainly the previous administration utilized programs, the number of parolees were a small fraction compared to what we have seen on a monthly basis over the past two and a half years. I would be remiss if I did not mention the department's regulatory agenda, which seeks to upend the credible fear process in the name of orderly processing. Starting with the presumption that every economic migrant is entitled to protection, in 2022, DHS issued an interim final rule on credible fear screening. Under the new process, 
a positive, credible fear determination by an asylum officer will lead to a non-adversarial asylum interview before another DHS asylum officer. This impermissibly changes the process and undermines congressional action by shifting adjudication authority from DOJ to DHS. Even more concerning, written summary of the original credible fear interview now doubles as an alien's asylum application, rendering moot the requirement that an alien file one at all. This shifts the burden to present and prepare a meritorious claim for protection. While this does not ensure an asylum grant, it certainly provides a path for fraud and renders certain anti-asylum fraud measures moot. A second final rule issued last month appears to be tough on illegal border crossers, making them ineligible for asylum. However, the number of exceptions and the easily rebuttable presumptions belie its stated purpose. This rule will have the opposite effect, as it will ultimately incentivize aliens to make the dangerous trek northward with families in tow. Mr. Chairman, we would not be sitting here today if the Secretary and the Department simply enforced the law as written. Instead, the Department has, in an effort to remove barriers and to create a subjectively orderly system, conflated law and policy and ensured that when the two were in conflict, that policy won the day. A return to the rule of law is the only cure at this point, and it is incumbent upon Congress to use its oversight and lawmaking authority to repair the damage done by the Department. Thank you, and I look forward to your questions. Thank you, Mr. Edlow. I now recognize Mr. Scott for five minutes to summarize his opening statement. Chairman Green, member, Ranking Member Thompson, members of the committee, thank you for letting me testify here today. The career professionals at DHS and specifically Customs and Border Protection and U.S. Border Patrol deserve we're gonna our come, praise. We're, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. We're going to come back. Uh, we're going to come back uh, to that in a moment. That's a live hearing. Let's bring in Todd Benzman. Todd, you're on special assignment down in the Houston area. But tell me what we're, we're what are we listening to right there? Because it's quite powerful. I believe this is the start of the formal investigation into Mayorkas that will lead to his impeachment. But walk me through what you're hearing. What you're hearing there is a very appropriate and accurate description of policies that an executive branch undertook for the first time in U.S. history that caused the greatest mass migration crisis in, in, in the history of the country, broke every single record. That was a very accurate, uh, uh, albeit partial, description of the policies uh, and the attitude and the uh, shell game, uh, you know, processes that they put in place in order to just bring in as many people, foreign nationals as possible into the country. From everything I heard right there, it was very accurate. Uh, I, and I hope uh, that, you know, you bring back that, that hearing. We need to have more hearings like that. We're having one. We're having no, plenty. Uh, yeah. When, but to tell me, when you say partial... Give me the parts that were not hit. Well, I think uh, CBP-1, the, the use of humanitarian parole, he touched on it uh, there. The abuse, the mass abuse of humanitarian parole just needs a little bit more description. The administration is relying on complexity to hide what it's doing. These policies are probably the biggest secret in American government. People do not understand how they're hiding uh, how they're hiding the ball. And what I mean by CBP-1 is that, you know, they are processing, they're handing out entry permits to tens of thousands of foreign nationals in Mexico and beyond and bringing them over the bridges and bringing them over 
ports of entry and flying them from foreign airports into U.S. airports, all of that has to be described in, in greater detail. Uh, I've advocated that they have at least one full hearing about CBP-1 and its, and its mass abuse uh, and, and hiding uh, what they're doing from the American public. It has to be excavated out. Just remember, for, for the traders, the 149 that voted for the debt ceiling, right, they, they voted to, to fully fund all this. I don't want to hear the happy talk on appropriations and going back to 22. The woke and weaponized itself is still in there. Your tax dollars, your, you, you, hardworking Americans right now on the way to work, at work, are coming back from work if you got the uh, overnight shift or if you're trucking across the country. Remember, your money is paying for your own destruction, paying for your children's destruction, paying for your grandchildren's destruction. They're paying you. They're taking your money because they're, they're giving them the tickets in here. They're flying them into the country. They give them the, EBIT, the, you know, the, the food stamp cards, the cell phones, all of it. You got that? They get full medical care. You got that? No, you don't have that. That's what they're doing. Todd, you're on special assignment right now. Tell us, we're going to have Jan on this afternoon. He's been on night patrol, but you guys are down there on a, on a tag team. Tell me, tell me where you are. Are you in Mexico, sir? Are you in Mexico or are you in the United States of America? I mean, I might as well be in Mexico. I'm about 45 miles northeast of Houston uh, in a county of Texas called Liberty, Liberty County, uh, which is the site of the largest city of illegal immigrants in the United States, uh, probably uh, between 75,000 and 100,000 illegal immigrants are settling in this county right here, sight unseen. Uh, the area is called Colony Ridge. Uh, you can look it up. My book, uh, Overrun, dedicates an entire chapter, the final chapter to this community. And I came out here because there is a vast expansion underway. Uh, government officials are saying that the developer here has purchased another 35,000 acres. Uh, already there's uh, at least 40 square miles of this illegal alien settlement here. Uh, they are, we had our drones up yesterday uh, just showing just, I mean, it had to have been thousands and thousands of acres of clear-cut forest uh, still being bulldozed. I've given you guys the video. Maybe you can play it or put it up on the site of what this looks yeah. like, just how vast this is. And I believe that this warrants its own hearing because it's not just who's coming over the border. It's what they're doing once they're here, how we are, <laughs> what we're we, dealing with on the interior. Hang, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. We're going to get to this more. Hold you another block. And I know you got responsibility starting at 11. This is a city of 75,000 to 100,000 illegal aliens, your government. But where's the state of Texas, too? Where's Abbott, right? They, 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 they removed Paxton because Paxton was on top of this. Where's the local, where are the local officials? We have a city of 100,000 illegal aliens. They just bought 35,000 acres to bring in more in the state of Texas. And you don't think they're using this to turn Texas blue? This is a, an outrage. It's an outrage at every level. Todd Benzman, 
going to join us after the break, give us more details. Michael Yan will be on this afternoon. He was on Night Patrol about this because it's crime infested and it's human trafficking infested. All next in the war room. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Right now, many Americans are feel, feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities. And those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself. And that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code BANNON. When you go to itargetpro.com right now, don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com and the offer code is Bannon. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Hello, I'm Steve Stern, CEO of Flagshirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit flagshirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. We are going to get back over to, we're going to dip into the uh, flag, the commemoration for Flag Day uh, to, to honor Old Glory. But I got, uh, Benzman's going to hold for a second. He's down in Houston at this sanctuary. It's a Brianna Sanctuary City. It's a no-go zone. 100,000 illegal aliens by your government. State of Texas doing nothing. Uh, let me get Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell's on the st- courthouse steps of a federal court. Mike, what do you got for us? I'm actually inside the courthouse. I just stepped out of the courtroom, Steve. I don't know if this is legal or not, but we'll give it a shot. Um, this is the 8th District Court of Appeals, everybody. And this is about my cell phone and our First Amendment rights. This appeal presents an important First Amendment issue. The government may not retaliate against individuals who bring to the public attention a matter as vital as unlawful interference in our elections. The actions by the government against me clearly intended to punish me for discovering illegal activity and the efforts by the Secretary of State of Colorado to destroy evidence of that illegal activity 
and then they they wanted to deter me and others for continuing to let the public know of illegal activities. Steve, we really need to win this appeal today because it's not just about my phone, it's about protecting our rights so we don't get our doors bashed in by the FBI and we don't get our devices taken away to cover up crimes, the biggest crime this country's ever seen and the biggest cover-up this country's ever seen. Mike, uh, honored. Can we commit to you? Can you commit to us when you come out on the uh, when you finish this this afternoon? You'll come back on the afternoon show. I, I sure will. I better get back in there before I get in trouble, Steve. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Mike Lindell reporting from um, laying out his case from the federal appeals court up there in uh, Minneapolis. I think. Okay, Mike. Thank you very much. Don't, don't do anything. Don't do anything illegal there. Um, only Mike Lindell. Trump one day. Lindell the next. Look, they're coming for everybody, so you understand that. That's and, and here's the thing. I want to go back to Benzman. There's a hearing going on right now about beginning the process on the impeachment of Mayorkas. That's what this testimony is today, about a fundamental investigation about his impeachment. You're hearing tremendous testimony. Uh, in fact, if we can get ready, maybe I'd dip back into that. But, Benzman, I want you to explain, because we got to make this place famous, uh, there's a hundred thousand, seventy-five thousand to a hundred thousand illegal aliens right now in one area of, of Houston, Texas. Remember when O'Keefe broke the story? He had the government whistleblower that talked about Houston and talked about the eighty. I think they had eighty uh, uh, houses there where they were they were hiding the kids, stashing the kids. This is where the human trafficking takes place, and this is a no-go zone. You're telling me, uh, Benzman, for police authorities won't go in there. It kind of runs itself. That's right. I regard this as a as the ultimate sanctuary city. Uh, when I interview the illegal immigrant who live here, one of the attributes of this place, in addition to the fact that they're allowed to buy land, uh, you know, direct from the developer, is that ICE doesn't bother them here. The cops don't bother them here. They can live peacefully without uh, having to look over their shoulders. Uh, they can, you know, work illegally in the underground black market, labor market. Uh, it's a big attribute, and that's one of the reasons, as, as well as the land purchase uh, pr- prospect for them, that so many are coming here. Uh, this area really ballooned. It boomed uh, starting about five or six years ago, but it has really gathered steam. It is absolutely booming like I've never seen it. I was here a year ago reporting for my book and i came back uh yesterday put the drones up and it is just this vast expanse of cleared land i mean they the the immigrants coming over the border are going to live here they're going to end up living here many thousands of them are going to be uh living here uh this is just bulldozing this is one area thirty-five thousand acres uh the developer has just purchased new acreage uh are always approved for uh, new le- okay. sales of land plots. Uh, this thing just goes, you can drive for <laughs> the, miles the, and the miles Ill- and miles. The, 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 the illegal aliens are buying, this all cartel money. This is how the money laundering, they, they're taking the illegal cash and, and money laundering into property in the sacred soil of Texas. When everybody, all the patriots out of Texas understand this, you're being sold out right now. The authorities are looking the other way. You know why mm-hmm. they're looking the other way? People are making lots of money, okay? Lots of money. The Biden administration, this is another reason he's got to be impeached. This is Mayorkas, Merrick Garland, and Biden. Don't stop at Mayorkas. 
Don't stop at Tiny Town. We're going to go for, for, go for the big guy. This is why you got to move this forward. Benzman, I know you got to go. We're going to have hopefully Jan on this afternoon and you again. You're down there. Uh, tell us, where do people go to follow what you're doing right now? Because this is one of the most important assignments you've done of all the important assignments you've done. Right. This is the interior transformational interior impact of the mass migration that Biden did. You can reach me at Benzman Todd. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm posting. Also, Todd Benzman Getter. My book is overrun. You can buy it anywhere books are sold. It's in bookstores. All about this mass migration crisis, uh, how we got here and how to get out of it. It's an invasion of the nation. Uh, Todd, look forward to having you on in Benzman this afternoon. Thank you, brother. Thank you. This this is this is if you support, by the way, this is what this election is about. It's not about Trump's legal problems. Trump's legal problems are going to go away. That's all going to be dismissed. It's ridiculous on the face of it. It's absurd. Mike Davis can lay that off for you. We're going to spend time on that because the absurdity, to show you the absurdity, but we're on offense. This is what they're doing. They're transforming your country on your nickel. Okay? And people are making a lot of money. That's what continues on. You take what happened at the White House on Saturday, the freak show, that's the Democrat Party. You want to see what they're doing? They're taking the sacred soil of Texas and allowing the cartels to buy it as they're exacerbating, instigating and exacerbating an invasion of the southern border. 100,000? That's, uh, that's more than the American troops that landed on Normandy 75 years ago. That's about the size of the army we had fighting there right now as they ramped up. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key 
to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 